Welcome to the Creature Cast, the official console creatures podcast. My name is David Petrangelo, and I'll be one of your hosts on this journey to all things video games. Normally, it is my pleasure to say hello to my fellow writers and podcasters, but uh, Bobby, this week, uh, we're, we're missing one of our mainstays, but we have replaced Steve with someone better. Would you agree? I undubitably agree that Steve <laughs> bailed on us at the last minute, but for good reason. So I'm still a little tiffed, but it's okay. <laughs> it's not I a competition, suck. but you still suck. No, it's a competition. I'm, I'm making it one. He sucks today. <laughs> no, right, I'll, I'll give I'll give you the pleasure of introducing our guest this week. We have a special guest this time. We have a very special guest that I've known for some time now, and this is your first time meeting him. But um, Mr. Riley Little from God, we've known him for forever from Screen Rant, from the Walmart social channel, Walmart gaming social channel, I should say, because that's a big difference. And <laughs> he's the guy who personally leaked all the E3 stuff in 2018. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, <laughs> that was, was uh... job well done. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, well, yeah, welcome to the show. We're gonna we're gonna uh, we got we got quite a few things to to talk about, uh, including yourself, Riley. So um, we're gonna get to that uh, a little bit later in the show. But we're gonna start, and we'll start with you actually, of some games that we've been playing before we get into some news items, including uh, some more from Ubisoft and uh, some unfortunate news coming from uh, the Microsoft Bethesda uh, spot of the gaming industry. But Riley, um, what have you been playing in the last uh, little while? I guess since the new year sort of turned over in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, not too much, to be honest. Like, I've kind of pretty much stuck with uh, Fortnite. I play a lot of, and also Fall Guys, which, like, those two epic games that I just love so much. Nice, nice. Our... um... I, I've dipped my toe back into Fortnite a little bit. I told the guys, I think it was back in October or November, that it was literally the first time since the game launched into doing Battle Royale that I that I played Fortnite because they had the no build mode. Oh um, yeah. Are you are you Mr. No Build or yeah? yeah that, so that's what got um, a lot of my friends into it too. Actually, like all of a sudden, it was way more accessible. Like you kind of understood it better. It was it was just like a really smart thing for them to do. I think so, and I think as as I said at the time, and even now, I think I, I turned it back on late last week or something. I was like, oh, I'm going to try the new update because now they updated like the engine and all that kind of stuff, which is which is cool too. But like, it's just a very tight game. You know, it's just made very well. So if you're enjoying, you know, third person shooters, Fortnite's a pretty easy place to step into. I think. I think so, yeah. Like you've been, obviously been playing it, but Bobby, have you been playing it much? God, I haven't touched it since. When was Kratos included? Uh, like a year ago? ago. Like yeah, a few years ago. It's been since then, and I've been meaning to go back, but unfortunately, I mean, you know how it is. Like, there's just so much out there. It's like, how do you just <laughs> find the time to play something when when like, it gets updated? When you have like a Karis love games every day? Yeah, just you know. I get calling it. you out, but no, I mean, I want to try this new Unreal Engine update. It looks beautiful from what I've seen. I, I imagine it would look incredible on a 4K screen at like mm-hmm. 60 frames, but oh, yeah, yeah. no, I haven't. I wish. I mean, I've been trying to get these guys together, but everyone's so stuck in Warzone right now. Everyone's <laughs> Warzone DMZ. Is it DMZ? TMZ. 
DMZ. Yeah. DMZ. Yeah. DMZ. <laughs> and like, it's, there's just like, there's just so much happening in the gaming industry. It's like, like, how do you find time to just? Yeah. For me, it's it's finding a game I just want to play on my personal time because I'm mm-hmm. always playing something for review or for coverage or something like that. It's just like I can't. It's I would love to, but it's hard to find that hour, even a half hour yeah. to play a couple rounds. Yeah, yeah. Well, a couple rounds but, is is at least at least half an hour in Fortnite, maybe maybe exactly. forty minutes. Yeah. You know, if you're making a decent decent mount in. So, um, and I feel like yeah, I feel like Fortnite deserves some time, right? But it's just like how do you dedicate that time when you know there's like for me, I I, I like Call of Duty's pacing i guess as i should say like mm-hmm. i love how fast it feels how fluid the gunplay is and like i don't know if fortnite has that it looks like it but i also like the the first person view yeah yeah that that's a difference i mean i, I i'm more of a third person person at this point but uh but the call of duty stuff like dmz even playing with friends too like it it works it's fun especially that mode with friends, like with two other people, that yeah. that is a nice breath exactly. of fresh air in that in that series. And coincidentally, like I somehow end up playing third person Call of Duty, which makes no sense. Like I, like I said, <laughs> time, like it's, it's, it's 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 I guess it's because they have that that they've built up that gunplay, like they've perfected it at this point. It is yeah. the best shooter out there. I mean, even compared to Apex, and I love Apex Legends, but Call of Duty is just it's like bread and butter. Like it goes so well together mm-hmm. when you're playing online against you know randoms and you're just you're just dominating the battlefield it's amazing yeah yeah no it's it's but, yeah. it's been pretty good and I, speaking of new engine like we talked about when the game came out new engine feels good in, in call of duty too so that's always fun um it's the thing right i mean compared to past games I yeah mean, yeah i i i barely touch vanguard and i just i think i did the the, the campaign that was it i didn't even touch multiplayer and that's kind of strange for me but then, yeah Modern Warfare 2019, I sunk 250 hours into it, no Oof. problem. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's just, it's just it's hard to it's, yeah, but like it just comes down to finding that free time. And I, I respect Fortnite. Like, I love what they're doing. It's just uh, there's preference, right? Preference comes first. Like, it's what do you do it's hard. Totally. Other, it's yeah. hard, man. Yeah, like we say, like oh, this is what we've been playing, but like it's still just hard to find the time even to just play these couple of things that we've been talking about. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It really is. The hardest thing in the world once you're sitting down and you're watching something, you're like, do I just turn on my console or do I just keep watching? Yeah. And usually it's like, oh, watch this show then. Ends up, TV usually ends up winning out at night now. It's kind of weird because like as I'm getting older, it's like, nope, I'm just going to keep watching my shows and I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like your, your stories, wife, your, yeah, your like, stories. Yeah. <laughs> watching my stories, man. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, The Last of Us was pretty good. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, actually, you know what? Let, let's. I we'll, we'll talk about what we've been playing in a sec, Bobby. Actually, that's a, that's a good. Let's just jump into actually talking about The Last of Us a bit. Let's sort of uh, shoehorn that in a little bit here. Um, yeah, Riley, what what did you think of of the first uh, the first episode of the HBO version of The Last of Us? I really liked it. And what I liked like most about it was that they added context for that was missing in the game. Mm. So like, cause like, like Joel is missing uh, when his daughter wakes up. Right. Yes. And you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, he actually went to get Tommy out of jail. Right. Like, yeah. So like little elements like that, like it's implied that like the neighbors got infected by flour. Yeah. That was cor- like infected. So and they, they avoid that the whole episode. So it's like really cool to see like oh like all these all the, the way it's they set it up and how the infection spread and 
how it got to humans and you know like i mean it's really i I guess it does it that does ramp up quickly and stuff in the game as well but like it's 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 sort of different seeing it in this in this environment i guess or in this uh in this medium i think but uh the context yeah yeah exactly it's and i don't want to say it's better but it's 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 feeling like that already i mean like it's just easier to to digest when you're not playing a game you can just absorb more and i think that's kind of why they needed this context of you know where was joel how did it start like who is sarah like you grow this bond with sarah a little bit more than the game just because you know mm-hmm. you see her wake up you see her you know look for the present how she fixes the watch it, like it's yeah well you that spend that like matter. 15 minutes like just with her it's it's great, and then yeah. I like I just like that they they tease things about her, like she picked up the the pocket knife, which is it's kind of strange, but I mean I, I, it, it gives you an idea of you know her interest, and like we didn't get any of that at the beginning. We we knew she liked soccer, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, and you know she was just like you know she loved her dad, and that was pretty much all we knew in the game. And then you, in twenty five minutes, like uh, Nico Parker just kills it. Sarah as Sarah, she yeah. She elevates the performance to this, just like this, like sublime, heartbreaking experience, and it's just like, wow. Okay, now we know why this show needed to be on HBO, why it needed these people behind the scenes to, you know, create this this world because it's only these people who understand it. Yeah, it, it's. It, I think that first, I, it's roughly half an hour, forty minutes or something, where you spend with that with that first yep. section in two thousand three. I think it said. Um, yep. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, that to me was far stronger than than the latter half of the episode. Not that you know when Ellie shows up and and all that's not that any of that was bad. I, I liked the whole episode all the way through. Um, but but yeah, the the extra context that you get, uh, her going over to the neighbor's house, um, yep. you know, a little dig at raisin cookies, like maybe that's what spread the virus, <laughs> like you know things like that. Um, I, I, been, I probably would have died there because yeah. I like raisin cookies. So I would have just I would just would have been she would have found me, you know with tendrils it's 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 a it's a cookie man it's a cookie i'll take it i don't care what's i in love it. i love oatmeal raisin cookies like honestly like they're like they're good a forbidden they're a forbidden treasure yeah they're treasure in my house like, i have to hide them because they they disappear just so <laughs> well it's like you but, hope yeah, that no. people serve uh oatmeal raisin cookies when you go to their place or when you're over somewhere or when someone brings it over because then they're all for you because no one else is gonna eat them so it's perfect that's that's why I bring them where I go. Yeah. People... <laughs> in your back pocket of where I, you go. <laughs> exactly. I have a stash of them in my car too. I'm jealous. But no, I mean, in terms of like what HBO is doing, I, I think they're on the right track. Um, yeah, yeah. I I hope they, I know they've said they're not going to, you skew too far from the source material and like that's that's cute that's, that's like that's a critical important aspect of the show like don't stretch yourself thin like just keep it tight like it is right now over nine episodes they, they have a lot of ground to cover but like i if they if they keep this pace i think it'll be the one of the best first seasons of any show of any you know of all time like there's very few shows that have a, a brilliant first season, like from start to finish. And yeah. I feel like the last of us is going to be up yep. there with, with like the Sopranos. Yeah. You know what? Like it, it could very well do that. I, I don't know how quickly they're going to go through the story. Like, obviously that's something that as people have played the games, wondering is one season, one game. I, I think they can really go, f- go longer than that. If they're really going to flesh out all these backstories. And especially if they're going to 
you know, throw in um, uh, Ellie when she was younger and all that. Like all of that is going to to be like, at, you know, add yeah. a couple episodes to it. And, so, and that's great. Context is what you need. And with TV, you know, the more you have, the more you care about the characters if you're going to spend, you know, a couple of years with them watching this show. So I think uh, I, I think it's it's done really well. I think obviously the money, you can see it. They're 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 hauling ass and busting ass and it looks great. So um, so that's huge as I mean, well. It, it it feels like a, like a fully realized world and we know, yeah. you know, The Walking Dead, if that if it had that kind of money. I, I I think it would have done a lot better than it did. I know it was very popular at the beginning, but it kind of died off towards season six, and like it lost a lot of the just that 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 I don't want to say goodwill, but like it, it lost a lot of it just because like the budget was slashed, like mm-hmm. the, a lot of behind the scenes you know drama. But this team looks solid. Like the 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 executive team, like they they look like they love and trust each other enough to get this done properly. So I'm looking forward to the next you know nine weeks that we have. And to see how the average person sees the yes. story, because yes. I, I that's what I'm more interested about. Like at this point, I I know the story. We all know. Yeah, it. yeah. Those who have played it, so it's like how how are our friends and family going to react to it? Because yeah, I'm exactly. more interested in that. And like, see how they react to the key moments. Yeah, yeah. Which well, that's the coolest thing about yeah. stuff like this is that it it like transcends media. You know, like it it, it reaches a brand new audience, which is going to be great for PlayStation because that's a huge priority for them moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know, you see with the Uncharted movie, Prime has uh, the God of War show coming up. Right, right. Yeah, Netflix has Horizon, so it it it, it there is something happening. It's just that's and that that's the one thing I want to say. Like that's what's kind of kind of worrying me now is HBO has the money to throw you know into these projects. So how is Netflix going to deal with Horizon? How is Prime going to deal with God of War? It, it, it's now it's just like how let's let's see what they do right because HBO has set the tone the stage and yeah the the checkbook for what they can do yeah and it's well, gonna pay off they for put, them. they're yeah, gonna if win. They put Lord of the Rings money into God of War then that's what they I think that's what you need plot. with a show like God of War you have I, they, to. they would have to yeah, have to it has that. to be other than that level of money or, <laughs> or animated like some kind of hybrid animation maybe maybe yeah I I think that's actually I think honestly because how are you gonna do the dinosaurs how are you gonna do yeah like the sci-fi elements like I would love to see them do like the the cauldrons like that would be great but to wrap to put that money into a cauldron yeah yeah I think um I think the enjoyment for the most part of my of this of this premiere episode here for last of us was watching it with my wife who i kept saying like i'm excited to watch this because i know that this story is awesome and i'm just excited to see what you think about this because i know i'm going to enjoy it unless for some reason you know they shit the bed (laughs) on it which thankfully they didn't at least so far um I just, I just want to see what you think of this story. I want to see, you know, we haven't really gotten to a lot of the personal moments yet. The quieter stuff that I really, you know, enjoyed about this. Like what I, what I'm most excited for, I had art. One thing has already happened is that opening scene with his daughter like that. I was really excited to see what that looked like. And I think they nailed it almost the entire way through. And then the other thing that I I teased to my wife and I was like, oh, I, I really hope they have this one quiet moment or at least a couple of these in the show and it's probably going to be like a really side thing somewhere but it's going to be when ellie reads from the joke book that's what i want to see in this show because those those moments were so fun and personal and just livened up a dreary dark story and world that i was like okay that's a character moment that i want to see 
I don't know if that's where they're going to go with her. I don't know if we're going to see it, but I think those were so much fun and they have nothing to do with the larger story. I just think it really fleshes out her and Joel's personality. And that's like, it's such a small little thing that I'm looking forward to, but I want to see that in the show. (laughs) I'm ready to watch the rabbit get shot. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's almost a joke book. I mean, we're almost on the same page. Yeah. (laughs) That or the end where he's like, you'll just come after her. Oh yeah. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's lots to no, look forward of- to. I, I think they can, I think they can take their time with this. And I think that's probably better. Um, I I'm okay with TV shows that are slower and slower burns. Oh, yeah. And I hope that's what they do with this because there are a lot of quieter moments and personal moments in both of the games that I think that's why the story is special. So I hope that's what they end up doing, but probably be a little bit of mix of both. You got to keep people hooked somehow. Um, especially for someone who hasn't, watched or played the games at all so anyways that's that's my thought <laughs> no it, it's a very valid thought like i i have nothing more to say like i think it's a perfect adaption so far one for one it is one of the best adaptions that have been put to screen so far yeah 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 until yep. mario drops in april because like i think that'll probably win an oscar because it an just, oscar jeez it looks perfect no it does that's I mean, the animated film best best yeah, we'll animated start with film, that. comedy, actor. something like that. Yeah, this actor, this actor with Chris Pratt. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, yeah, no. In terms of like a serious adaption, it looks. It, Last of Us is perfect. I mean, there's nothing else they can add to it. There's nothing they should change it. it as it is, is a complete story. It offers you, you know, the beginning, the middle, the end, and it leaves you wanting more. And there is more. Now it's gonna see. Now we have to see how HBO is gonna react to it. Like, I mean. We know that it's like the best premiere in 10 years. How's right. uh, HBO going to react to it? Are they going to do one season? Are they going to offer two? Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. Now? yeah. 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 Like, so, do you go to Last of Us Part Two or do you just keep rolling with it? Like, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, I hope, I, I, I hope, hope that they yeah. flesh out the first game. I think that that's my, that's what I hope they do with the direction. That's but. what the first season is going to be. It's going to be the entirety of the first game, right? So I, I hope good. it's yeah. long. I hope the first game is longer than the first season. That's what I hope. They showed a, well, they showed a teaser at the end and it looked like the hospital scene. So I was like, okay. we, see like a bit, we see basically everything. It's the first game and left behind. So you have the yeah. DLC and the first game, yeah. which is translates to like 20 hours. Something like that. Yeah. Games. Yeah. So that'll give you, you know, a good chunk of the, of the lore so you know after that you have the last of us part two which they could probably break up into two seasons yep season two would be ellie's point of view season three could be abby's point of view yeah or they just jump between them like they do and you'd have more than enough content for it so i incidentally there's there's a hallmark movie it was like i can't remember what it was but like funny funnily enough these this hallmark movie is a christmas movie it's these two actor two actresses and their sisters in real life and people notice that it was almost the same movie. So they're watching this movie on Hallmark and they're like, why does it look the same to me? And it turns out that these two sisters wrote two movie scripts, filmed almost identical scenes and set them at different perspectives. So one movie <laughs> followed one sister, the other movie followed the other sister. So you saw interspersing you know, plot lines between the two movies, but it turned out they were actually two different movies. <laughs> So I, I, I could imagine something like that for, for The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. Where it's, yeah. Know, maybe like maybe yeah, like you said, maybe one season split up into like 18, 18 episodes, you know, nine for Ellie, nine for Ellie, yeah, and then yeah. intersperse them. But like 
the possibilities are endless. I'm just, I'm just, just hopefully not excited. Hallmark Hallmark movie quality. That's all. That's all. That's... Hallmark movies are don't very very good. Don't don't. Okay. <laughs> what <laughs> if they make Nintendo ornaments? They're good. In my well, okay, movies, that's okay? fair. That part, that part, I can get those behind. Ornaments from those movies, and I love those movies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we done here? Are we done this week? The okay, Christmas I think we're Prince? done, guys. I think Christmas we're done this Prince week. Part one and two. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. All right, this is all about Christmas I cheer. I, I don't know. I'm not a Grinch, but I can't watch this movies. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like you are kind of Grinchy right now, and it's January. This is. 11 months too soon. <laughs> <laughs> All about timing, boys. All about timing. <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay, so let's let's chat quickly about a couple more games that we're playing. Um, Riley, was there anything else on your list? We talked a little bit about Fortnite, a little about Fall Guys. Was there something else you wanted to, to bring up quickly? Uh, no, that's pretty much it right now. Like, I'm big into the crossover stuff, so it sounds yeah. like uh, Fortnite has even bigger ones coming up. So it should be really interesting. Yep. Nice. Yeah, nice. There's some interesting. Very. There's some interesting rumors going around. I hope they come true. I mean, I like the. I like the rumors more. I like following Fortnite's like trajectory. Right. Because they're always wrong. <laughs> well, they're like fifty fifty. Some some are like some actually pan out. You're like, whoa! I can't believe this happened. <laughs> like what the rumor right now is like uh, Peter Griffin. Oh my god! That'd be hilarious. It would just be so funny. <laughs> like that and like when they had Goku and Vegeta that was cool like, that was I cool I was I was playing that was during cool. that time yeah that was a good time that was fun I, 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 like I said I haven't played the game in two years I would have bought the, I was gonna buy those skins just to have them because like who doesn't want to play as Goku and Vegeta yeah well they got oh, the emotes and stuff great. too yeah they look they look really good like they're they're their body, their their hair, their outfits, Everything like and the colors pop, like they they. And fit. I'm sure, yeah, and I'm sure Unreal Engine Five would have made it look even better. So like, yes. I, I should probably play it soon. I need to play it. I feel like I... play a couple rounds and then move on. You know, that's not like a huge deal. So, um, just throw it in the mix a little bit. Um, I want to mention uh that I have a preview coming up at uh, ConsoleCreatures.com uh this week called for a game called chia it's spelled t-c-h-i-a um i want to mention this because like i i saw something today i I thought it was chia as well but i was like it's apparently chia yeah but who knows we'll find out tomorrow when the preview goes live (laughs) but uh the the reason why i want to bring it up one is so you guys can can read my preview but two i just want to make sure that more people can can hear it if, if they're not reading the preview is that this game is like the definition of like an open world chill game it is you playing as a little girl in on islands that are um uh based around a real location called new caledonia it's not one for one scale or any of that kind of stuff but the developers and and uh and publishers have said this is what they're trying to replicate or what they're trying to sort of get the feel of Mm -hmm. um and essentially, you know, in the preview, you're th- I was thrown in a couple hours into the game and you're sort of trying to find all these clues and gather items so you can talk to this. I, he's sort of I guess he's sort of like a, a gang leader, but he's like the quote unquote bad guy for the game. Um, and then he but he kidnapped your dad. So essentially, that's like the main sort of goal. But there's no rush to do any of this stuff. And in some open world games, it's sort of like, oh, my God, the clock is ticking. We have to go save so and so. But over here, I'm just going to go and, you know, do this mission. I'm going to drive a taxi. I'm going to do, you know, all, these, all those types of things. And that that's what this game does. But it never, 
nothing ever feels super urgent because the whole world is very calm. The whole world is very beautiful to, to look at. To, the music is very calming. Everybody in the game is, is like super welcoming. Hey, how's it going, Chia? How are you? Let's take some pictures. Let's go over here. Let's let's go for sailing. Let's go, you know, uh, check out these caves. Like all this stuff is is really cool because it just is such a good, chill, wholesome game not just from the messaging of the game, because it's really just all about community and friends and discovery, but just the the overall feel of it. They just really captured that type of feel, which is great. Um, and then the main sort of, I guess, gameplay or main sort of mechanic that is different than I haven't really seen in any other game like this is that you can soul jump, which means you can basically turn into an item or an animal at any point and you can control them. So I wanted to go up a cliff and I didn't have enough stamina to sort of get to the top of it. I looked in the sky, I found a bird, I soul jumped into the bird. You sort of like slow down time and zoom into it. And then you just turn into this parrot or this other type of bird. And I just flew up the cliff and then I got out of the soul jump and just started walking. No big deal. That's cool. Just sort of kept going and got to my goal and the area that I wanted to get to. And went from there. And then, oh, I saw a deer. Okay. I'm going to soul jump into that deer and I'm going to run around this area to get through there quicker. Oh, I, I can't get to that cave because it's underwater and I can't hold my breath long enough. I'm going to soul jump into a fish and I'm going to swim my way into it. I go into that cave and I found, you know, some cosmetics and some items that I can do to sort of upgrade my stamina and all that kind of it's thing. It, it's such a simple idea in a way, but it works really, really well. And then every time that you do soul jump into a new animal, there's sort of like a, a, you know, a codex, I guess you could call it, that comes along with it that gives you a description of what this animal is, why it's on these islands, why it's important to the people that live there, um, talks about their habitat. Like there's all these really, really great things that are thrown into it that you just don't get from other open world games. And I think that Chia is something that when it comes out in the next couple of months, because they say early 2023, I think it's something that people should really open their eyes to, even though it might not be the most bombastic action filled game. But that's exactly why I think it's something special. So um, I just want to make sure that I mentioned that game because my preview is going to go up. You're going to have I'm going to have some video up as well in it that's going to show you sort of what the game looks like. It's a beautiful, beautiful game. A lot of really good striking colors. The lighting is amazing and the music super chill and it's just a really, really fun game. I had I had a great time with it. So, um, yeah, that's my that's my time with Gia. And the preview is up at consolecreatures.com. It sounds like Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got from that. Yeah, I want Animorphs. You, you, yeah, from the it, sounds of that in a way that sounds cool. But but it's not just animals. It's items. Like like I could I could soul jump into a rock and then throw myself a off toothbrush? a cliff. How about a toothbrush? Maybe if there's toothbrushes, maybe. Oh, there was one thing. This is even this is even funny. You can do the simplest thing with the animals. There's one thing where I had to find an egg and then I had to bring it to someone. I soul jumped into a chicken. No god. One of the buttons said lay egg. I laid an egg and then I got out of the chicken <laughs> and I picked up the egg and moved on. I'm like, all right, cool. Like interesting. I just I like tried it. it. I didn't know it was gonna different. work. But it worked. It sounds different. It's, like I, so, I yeah. never heard of anything like this before. But like, yeah, no, from just the the brief gameplay, I saw it. Like, it looks cool. That magical ukulele looks pretty fun. The ukulele so, thing I mean, is that, pretty cool. Yep, yep. It's uh, you can change the time of day. You can 
you'll run into people and then you just have like this musical interlude where you're playing music and it has actual notes on it. You can pick the strings, you can strum. It's all very welcoming and wholesome. And I'm just like, this is nice. This feels good in the dead of winter, Um, which is maybe (laughs) one of the extra reasons why I liked it even more. Bobby, I, I was curious, so I did a quick Google search while we're chatting, and there was an Animorphs video game. <gasps> I remember it. I had it for, I think, it depends on which one you're talking about. There's one for Game Boy, and yeah. I had one for, for PC, and it was, both were terrible. Like, they were so <laughs> bad. I had to return them just because I couldn't play them. I mean, let's yeah, be real. I'm sure Game Boy Color, PC, and PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, it was good. like Animorphs. It was like, uh, all, something reality, like, and uh, alternate reality, or something like that. But like, I remember that game. I was so upset as a ten-year-old kid when I got that game, and oh, I like, found <laughs> how bad it was. Books used to be amazing. <laughs> no, no, they not. We're not used to. They are amazing. They are. They hold up for. Do they? Like, I was just gonna say. Period. I bet they don't, but maybe they do. I don't know. I just I reread them last year, and surprisingly, uh, uh, they're wait, very. Well, you were watching Hallmark movies, or. I watch Hallmark movies and I read Animorphs. So kind of <laughs> I'm living my best life. But no, they're surprisingly very dark really? books for, okay. for, for children. Like people are straight up murdered. They're cannibalized. They're eaten what? by like these. Yeah. Like it's, it's a dark, dark story. Like it's, it's really dark. There's like, it, there's, I wouldn't even say, want to say incest. Like there's some levels of incest. And it's <laughs> oh crazy. God. It's come on. What happens in Animorphs. <laughs> like, yeah, this like, is a this scholastic one, series. Yeah, what? I know. This really? is scholastic in the nineties though. A lot of things were wild. <laughs> Let's be wild West of of uh, preteen novels. The scholastic <laughs> book fairs were wild were wild adventures out at lunch. Like going to the scholastic book fair in the nineties was just like free for all. Like you go there, you might not come back. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll come back learning a thing or two, apparently. That's for sure. <laughs> if you guys oh, want to read the books, I, I, I can let you have them because I, I do have cop- my copies. <laughs> I used and to have a bunch of them. I know worth, that. I used are, to have a bunch. They are worth reading. Um, They are very, 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 very dark. And I love that about them. Like I, You, I, you I have your first them. editions in a vault or something? <laughs> they are tucked away <laughs> maybe I'm not tell you when they're hidden they're gold they're, 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 like they're sealed <laughs> yeah straight from the factory floor <laughs> I wish I had first editions Animorphs was the shit Back it was in, man in the 90s, like, yeah I remember that I, cool, I, yeah. I, I, I obsessed over the series like I was there every month buying the books and just like harassing the reader the, 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 the customer service I'm like where's the book like, where is it I need it and like as a like i said like a 10 year old kid i was very intimidating as because i was bigger than most people so people were like okay here's the book just take it and get out of here <laughs> you're like damn right damn right but okay what's the first video game you guys ever got at a scholastic book fair because they started that. carrying them they did like, but i don't on. know that i ever got one though Ooh, i know what it was oh yeah i'm a small soldier's Oh. oh, on PC, and that game was awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun. I played that on the 64. There was, I don't know, wh- I don't know which one it was, but there was one, or maybe think of an army men game, possibly. Um, Small Soldiers was like strictly a, it was like a StarCraft ripoff. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know that I ever had one. Did you have one, Riley? Did you did you get one? Yeah, Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, okay, Ooh, that's a nice. Game. Yeah, like the, they had it there for some like reason. A dream, the Dreamcast no version? sense for yeah. like a. Yeah, I think I think it was uh, GameCube or PS2. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Great game. I, I hope they bring that back one day. That, that honestly, at this point, yeah, like they need to. Like the Simpsons is such a gold mine. Like I think the last good Simpsons game I played was um, the Simpsons movie, and it was on PSP, and it was such a good game. Really, like, jeez, you might have left field. It, yeah, it was. It was like a third person action adventure game, and it was just like you play as the the family, but you're going to like one's like a, an ancient castle, and you're playing as Bart, and you're like saving. Uh, I think Lisa from like trolls, and like then there's Homer is going to, like the chocolate land, and then Maggie. I think she's like a flying level. It was cool. It, it was surprisingly really in, like a deep game for a Simpsons game. I but, don't know if I've ever. I mean, Simpsons game. I mean, probably it was on PSP. Yeah, like the Super so Nintendo Simpsons games why. I played. I know that, but that's it. That's all I can really. And then the hit, hit and run and... was essentially Crazy Taxi, right? I mean, that's really what that was. I think. I think it was a Road Rage. Oh, yeah, is that so Road Rage? Okay. I don't remember which They're one. both great, though. Yeah. I, I'm surprised there's never been a new game. Like it's It's been a while, but... Oh, anything Simpsons? 100%. It's been way too long since we... <laughs> it's, use the characters, well, man. They, they're funny. Use the use the, the colorful world that they're in. It's great. Why not? Um, well, I, I think they just released the soundtrack for one of them on iTunes, mm. like Disney did. No oh, way. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Damn. So, I mean, maybe it'll happen. I, I just wonder because, like, they also... Uh, you know, caught some controversy for the voice actors being played by, right. you know, white people, yep. and the, that dialogue would still exist in the game. So, is that something they're afraid of? Like, I, like those are definitely things that I'm sure they've thought about. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, it's yeah, you're right. Now it's now it's in Disney's hands, so it's like they have the money to do whatever they want, or at least the capability if they if they really want to put their effort and money into it, but they're probably going to be a little more careful than they would otherwise than they would have before. I think totally now that Disney's at the, at the helm. So, um, uh, Bobby, we have, uh, let's, let's quickly, uh, talk about a couple games that you just, that you were just playing. Let's, let's go to those. And then yeah. we're going to get to some, get to some, uh, a couple short news items too. Yeah, let's do this. So what's today. So ch- today's January 18th tomorrow. Uh, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden are dropping on Xbox Game Pass and a bunch of consoles. So you're, whatever console you're, you're looking to play these games on, they're going to be available this week. So I reviewed both games um, on Switch, thankfully, because that's you know the ideal platform for these games. They're, they're a little bit older, so you don't need anything strong to run these games. The Switch is more than capable. But if you've never played a Persona game, it's like a, a like a never. life simulator <laughs> slash JRPG. Never, oh, never. You're in for something good then, because like <laughs> these are really these are very bombastic JRPGs. They're very they're very of their time. These are about 15 years old at this point. Okay, but it takes place over a calendar year. So you're you know in one of the games you're arrested and you're sent to a small Japanese village where. You basically have to wait your sentence out until everything cools down and you 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 complete your school year in this small village. As it turns out, it's not like Animal Crossing where, you know, it's just a very happy game. <laughs> There's a murder mystery at hand here. So in, in nice. Persona 4, for example, you end up being encircled in a very intricate murder mystery that takes place over, you know, December to December. So you're you're spending each and every day either doing tests or going to the mall or going to uh, like, a, like a shopping, just, a, you know, shopping at um, like a winner's. And you're, you know, trying to figure out what's happening in this small town, who's behind these murders. And then 
at night you're going to the TV, which is called the Midnight Channel in Persona 4. And the Midnight Channel is basically where all the dungeons are, all the bosses, and where you're going to be spending all your time fighting monsters, leveling up, and, you know, all the fun Japanese stuff that happens in, in, in the TV world. And these these games are a little bit... Uh, their humor is a very... It's very Japanese it's flavored. So, like, you have to be accustomed to their to how they, you know, speak to people, how they react to women. It's a little bit, like I said, it's very dated. So, like, if you have to accept that it's not... So, they ha- yeah, they haven't changed any of that stuff. They haven't changed anything. The biggest changes in both games have been just an up-res of the graphics. Um, surprisingly, these games never had auto-save features. So, now you can quick-save wherever you are. Because in, in previous games, you could be in a dungeon. You would actually get tired. And if you don't have enough stamina, you would fall and die. <laughs> And you would just lose all your progress. You would lose. It's going exactly. on. It makes sense, right? You would lose your progress. You would lose all your experience, and you'd have to start over. Oh, but now they included like a yeah, it's brutal. So they added like a quick save feature where you can save. You can now pay to, to heal yourself at the save points that they have. They're not really save points anymore. They're more just like uh, they're like the you know you know in like a like in Dark Souls we have like the the, the campfires. Oh yeah, 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 like yeah. A resting, yeah. You have these resting points. You pay for them. And that's pretty much all they've changed. It's it's a very very uh, superficial port. Like they're 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 enough to get you invested in these games because Persona Five Royal came and changed a lot of things in the JRPG genre. Like they basically set the precedent in 2019 of what the genre should be. But Persona Three and Persona Four are kind of like the earlier blueprints. So like they are similar, but there's a lot of rough edges. So that's the other thing you have to worry about. Is it something you want to put up with? Because they're not as streamlined as Persona Five Royale. It's it's like the, the earliest uh, like stepping stones to this uh, franchise. So you're learning just you know how the mechanics work, how how the systems work, how the the battle system is, and it's really up to you which one you want to start with. Personally, I think Persona Three Portable is my favorite just because the story is a little bit darker. It's a little bit more intricate. It's not a murder mystery, but you're you're a bunch of teenage kids trying to stop a god from destroying the world. So, I mean, it, it's basically what most animes Sweet. are these days. It's like, <laughs> it's it's a cool story. I mean, it's they base it he- heavily in the arcanas, and if you're into, like, uh, star signs and stuff like that, you're trying to unlock social links with your teammates, and those social links are basically, like, if Dave and I, you know, each day we'd go out and grab like a bite or we'd go to like a movie and like you go through these scenarios and like you form bonds with your, your teammates and that all builds into the battle system. So the more you know your your team, they'll either go to bat for you in the in battle. So if you're about to get hit and, you, and the boss might kill you, they'll step in front and take the hit for you and, and they'll, you know, they'll, they'll faint instead of you. Yeah, you got you to invest that time outside of... The battles. It's, it's like a t- it's basically yeah you put in what you give right yeah, so like sure. in, in persona games like you, the more you invest in your team the more they'll respect you the more they'll come to bat for you yeah and that, that's what and i like, know of these games even though i haven't played them that's what i have been always read and heard that that's what these are really about which is which is great which is cool it's really they're, fleshes things they're out great. they're really great it's just that it's and for me it's it's i mean i i played these games when they launched like 15 years ago but Coming back to them, it's just like some of the humor and just some of the the, the scenarios are like they're very cringy. Hmm. It's it's that Japanese <laughs> humor where it's always like 
short skirts and girls and it's like cool but like <laughs> cool no, but not really it's enough <laughs> like it's enough it's kind of like we've moved past that but like for a first timer you'll you it's okay like you'll understand the humor it's a good way to get your your foot into the genre it's a great stepping stone into the jrpg sub series like of this uh i say even say shin megami tense like it's just a great sub series it offers a breadth of just like great rp great great battle system great music the music is well renowned in the industry i mean anyone who knows persona will tell you this like it's got the best soundtrack set of a lot of games um they're they're fantastic i i have nothing but good things to say about persona if you've never played them you don't have to you invest any money in them they're available on game pass this week and you can't go wrong just you know spending 40 hours for each game Oof. you get you get everything they're time sync yeah I was, gonna time say, sync. I was gonna say only but stories are good only stories 40 are, each are so <laughs> for a jrpg that's 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 i know much. yeah honestly yeah my 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 last what i spent um I played Yakuza like a dragon. I spent 150 hours. Jeez. That. So that's a modern wow. RPG. I can't, 40 I hours can't, is nothing. I want to, but I can't do that, man. Oh, we, t- we just Persona spent- 5. Persona 5. I played it twice. I played the original vanilla version. That was 100 hours. Royal was basically the same game. They added an extra character to your team and an extra semester, which is about three months, I believe. In game, that's totals to about an extra thirty-five hours of game time, and that's that's not even doing everything. There's just a lot to these games, but to critical path them, forty hours is pretty good. I mean, like you don't have to worry about too much. But I think it's I mean, really, it really cool comes- that they've they've like brought them to modern consoles, right? Because yeah. they were just locked to the platforms they debuted on originally, right? Hundred percent. Like, yeah, both. Well, so Persona Three has been locked on PSP, and Persona Four Golden was recently launched on steam i think back in 2020 okay but here's the the thing that's really kind of i don't know it disappointed me so persona 3 launched on ps2 it got an expansion called persona 3 fez which is like an epilogue because at the end of the game the original game things happen and it kind of leaves the door open for more and then this expansion solved all that it gave you a better conclusion and it's been stuck on PS2 since. Mm-hmm. Uh, PS on PSP Persona 3 Portable came out, and that was 2010, 2011, and then it was stuck there. And then for whatever reason, I'm assuming it's a source code issue. Persona 3 Fez didn't get translated, didn't get upgraded, and we got the portable version instead of the proper expansion that I was kind of hoping we would see again because it, it is worth finding it's worth experiencing because it puts a bow on everything and it makes you appreciate the original ending a lot more but in terms of persona 4 golden um it's a complete package like you can't go wrong playing that game whether it's on switch or steam or PlayStation or xbox but from what i'm seeing xbox has probably got the best console port mm-hmm. it's okay. 4k 120 frames per second so you get the the full thing right so if I would tell you guys to play anywhere and you have the cable TV, play it on Xbox because it, it offers the visuals. But I, if you're a Nintendo guy, that's the that's the best alternative for a handheld. Like that's where I would say play it for, just for the OLED cool. screen. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna install them whether I 
play them or not eventually is a different story because I have lots of stuff <laughs> installed on Game Pass. <laughs> and eventually oh, no, I, I have the stuff, but yeah, it's but no, they're 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 an acquired taste, just like JRPGs. Like they're very of their time, like I said. It's just you have to grin and bear a little bit just because they do have some cringy moments. But that's <laughs> that's kind of the thing with Japanese games. It's it's as I'm getting older, like I, I appreciate them for what they are. It's right. just their humor and the way they see things, it's just it it doesn't sit with me as much as I used to like it. It's it's more just the writing is not as I don't want to say elevated as Western writing, but like it it feels like that. It feels like they've never wanted to evolve it to a level where something like God of War or Halo Infinite or I want to even say like um, what was a The Witcher Three, like stuff like that. Mm. Like the the writing's not as as intricate as those games. Also, fifteen but, years yeah. ago, right? Like you said, so like there's there's something there. So that that's, that's okay, the, you know. It's it's I, if it like you said, if it's a good endpoint for someone who hasn't played these games like myself, I'm fine with giving them a shot. If I'm already paying for Game Pass, <laughs> that's part 100%. of it. Yeah, they're right 100%. there. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. It's the, right there. So. Just the, that game passes continues to win. Like I, it's great. Wholeheartedly, it's great. Lots of stuff. It's there. the best in the industry has seen in years. It's just, yeah. I hope it sticks around in its current form because it's perfect as it yes. is. Yes. So is. let's let's use that as an opportunity. Speaking of Microsoft, to quickly talk about the shitty news of the week uh, month so far this year is that there are thousands of people. That have now lost their job at uh, Microsoft uh, Games and Bethesda, and it seems like, based on some reports out of Bloomberg, uh, uh, from I think that's where where a lot where some of this, at least part of it's coming from, uh, is that three four three actually got hit pretty hard, which are the t- which is the team behind Halo and Halo Infinite, and we know that it's been a bumpy ride for Halo since it came out in the last year and a bit. But it doesn't matter what game it is. It doesn't matter, you know, what they are or aren't doing with whatever features are going on here. It sucks that these people are losing their jobs. So, um, Riley, I know there's only so much we can say about thousands of people, you know, being let go. But um, any thoughts on on sort of what what this could mean uh, or what this means now or what this could mean going forward? Uh, I mean, it's just unfortunate. Um, I mean, we see it uh, kind of across the industry and we see it from media publications, like people are buckling down for a recession and these sorts of things are really awful to see. And uh, my heart goes out to the families impacted by this, like that level of uncertainty is just, it's, it's just brutal. So especially now it's uh, like, I don't know. It's like, it's so hard to talk about because, um, you know, they, they give all these reasons. Like you said, they're saying, Oh, they're, it's, they're trying to, you know, prepare for a recession or they're trying to, you know, look, look to the road ahead kind of thing. But it's like, come on, man. Like you're Microsoft. You don't no, have that's not the worst part. Though. That's not the worst part. These companies are hitting like record breaking sales. Yeah. And, like they're, they're making so much money and, what's there's no excuse there's really no excuse they can give you that that makes sense and that's the 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 truth behind any business is it's greed there's nothing else to say microsoft is one of the better companies out there but at the end of the day they're they're a company they're a business they need to worry about their investors their their bottom line so 
to cut 10,000 jobs to them makes sense. It's a lot of people, man. It's a lot of people. It, apparently it's not because it's only 5% of their workforce. That's insane to me. <laughs> 10,000 jobs is bigger than a lot of companies. Like one of the companies I worked for, I think they applied 5,000 people. And that's still half of what they lost today. Wild. And it's just, it's, it's sad to see, it's sad to see it because, you know, it's 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 people's livelihoods, like Riley said. It's just like it it really puts you in this uncertainty, like what what's gonna happen now. And like, I've been laid off. I know how the hell they yeah. feel. Like it, it it's a terrible feeling. But I have some faith in this company because I I I hope and I believe that they will support these people as they you know offboard because they seem like they they want to. They want to you know support them in finding new jobs. So it's just a matter of what they're going to do. And I I just want to make sure like anybody that we, I, I know people that work at Microsoft can, and I hope they're not affected because like, I would like to make sure they're okay. And it's, it's really uncertain. Just, you know, hoping that you don't hear like a, I was laid off post on your timeline yeah. from somebody, you know, but I'm expecting something like that. And I've seen a couple already and it's just like, this, this is terrible. And they're they're going to be happening until March, I think. Yeah, yeah it's going to go into yeah from now till March. They're saying, and it's just like it's unreal that they're going to make redundant ten thousand people just like that. The job of a hat, and it's just like really record profits, and you have to cut people off now. Like really, there's there's no other time. Where yeah, really, there's re- like there's nothing you can do. Really, when you see yeah, when you see the executives making fifty million dollars a year. Like, look, we all we all want to we all want to have this, you know, or at least some people want to have want to see this Bethesda thing go. Or, um, sorry, this uh, <laughs> Activision Blizzard stuff go through. Sure, there's advantages to that if you are a Microsoft player or fan or have Game Pass or whatever. But I don't care if you're spending "quote unquote" spending that money. You can hang on to some of these people. That's I don't know. It's it's just it's. It's shit. It's so shit. I hate. I don't care how much I love Game Pass. I don't care how much I love my Xbox and my experience playing these games. These people do not deserve to lose their jobs because you can't cut cut a couple extra checks. If it's only 5% of your workforce, you can afford to keep them. I think that's the way I see it. I know it's not pocket change. I know it's not no money, but it's just like, holy shit. Like, come on. You can't find anything for them to do that's going to be worthwhile. I think that's a load of shit. That's I. This stuff pisses me off so much. I just hate it. No, it, and it should piss you off. It, it it is a really, really, really disgusting topic. Like we shouldn't have to talk about this right. every couple of weeks. But the the reality is, these companies every three or four years they restructure, they realign their their vision, and they they cut what they would call consider dead weight. In reality, we know that it's not true. They just want to line their pockets and ensure that you know they get what they deserve and they like seeing bigger paychecks every five years well i'm sure we'll see a lot a lot more of this in the future i think this is just the first one to hit mm-hmm. like so significantly well, so amazon amazon's lining up to do what eighteen thousand this Oof. week maybe that's that's the rumor that's what i've heard i i've kind of put my feelers out to ask a couple people i know that work there and that's what we're hearing so i i hope it's not true but i mean yeah we most likely will expect something this this week and it sucks at the end of the day it really sucks i really hope everyone finds something to to do to find some get a better job find something that makes you feel you know wanted and appreciated yeah 
Use your use your skills and everything. That, you know, like there are places that want that. Like people feel like it's all doom and gloom, but like these these layoffs lead to sometimes better things. That yeah, hopefully opportunities. Yeah, benefit you definitely. Yeah, yeah let's hope so. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. It, it also it just it, it it also sucks that today is the one year anniversary of the announcement of the deal between Activision Blizzard and Microsoft. That just kind of puts like the cherry on top of a shitty sandwich. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I uh, I hope they were aware of that, but also at the same time, I hope they weren't because really, like you know, a year ago, you I mean, they definitely were. These people don't. Yeah, these people don't do these things without you know. It really all well, it all coincides with their fiscal, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so these big decisions. I mean, ultimately, that's that's what it is. Yeah, but. this was definitely a couple of months in the making. Like, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, no. Unfortunately, yeah, it's 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 something we're gonna see. I mean, I'm expecting more developers soon. Like I know we said Amazon, but now I'm looking at the bigger developers and publishers like Ubisoft. What they're gonna do now? Yeah, for because sure. they're they're in the same boat now with everybody else, like Activision, uh, EA. Like these are the companies that are probably gonna have to start laying off developers, especially with what's been happening in the news recently with Ubisoft. Yeah, honestly, there's been so much uncertainty as we talked about last week of what's going on. I mean, it's oh, God, it's yeah, just a prime example of of what what could be happening with them too. I mean, let's hope not. It's not as drastic if it does happen, but um, yeah. but it wouldn't be a surprise at this point, unfortunately. So, um, okay, so before uh, before we get out of here, um, Riley, we we brought you on not just to talk about games, but to talk about you, man. We're here to talk Aww, about games. Thanks, guys. That was, <laughs> that was the main reason we brought you on. We we've been talking about having our first real guest and like I was telling the guys like why not Riley I mean I've known you for for a while now I mean I I appreciate you and all the stuff I've seen you do over the years so I know some of our viewers know who you are some of our listeners know who you are but for those who don't you have to tell us who Riley Little is uh so I yeah I guess I'm Riley Little I am the current uh social media lead for Walmart Canada Gaming so I managed that account. Um, I started in the industry when I was 17 years old. Nice. And I helped uh, build a website called Game Rant, which uh, got bigger, took off, um, jumped over to Screen Rant at one point, and then uh, an opportunity opened itself up at Walmart, and here I am. So pretty much a very brief synopsis of, <laughs> of my career. What's uh, what? How, how's how's it? How's that journey sort of been? Because you go, I, I mean, it's. It's not drastically different work, but you are going from uh, game and screen rant uh, to where you are now. What's sort of what's it been like on that path, and how have you sort of, um, I guess, changed or grown in the in the stuff that you've been doing, sort of week to week or day to day? Well, it's interesting because uh, when I started writing about games, like a social media manager wasn't like a thing, right? <laughs> you know? it's like, so, like, it's like uh, you're in high school and you, you want to do this or you want to write for magazines, and then you know you start an online publication and you build that up and it becomes a thing. And uh, so, I mean, like, a lot of it has been just luck mm. and uh, a willingness to keep going when uh, maybe financially wasn't the wisest thing to do. So right place, right time. And uh, just perseverance nice. really is kind of how I ended up getting here. Nice. Nice. I mean, that's especially with journalism, writing and news, whatever, you know, like that's has to be part of it, you know, as, as hard as it can be, that has to be a, a big part of it. So, um, 
what uh, what's what's the big? I, I'm curious what what it's what it's like in in you know Walmart gaming. You know, um, what's what's sort of like the 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 big campaign? What's sort of like the big item uh, that that uh, that you love kicking ass at or uh, or are doing at can the I, moment? Can I take one one guess before Ooh. we do? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> sorry, I'm answering for you. Know. Yes, you can. <laughs> PS Five when. Oh yeah, okay. It's my life for many years. It's been <laughs> uh, no anyone who follows Riley or Walmart gaming. That's basically the comments for for the first year or two. I just remember browsing, and it's just like where are your oh, PlayStations yeah. at, and they would just <laughs> dig into Riley for where the PlayStations are. Like he had any control <laughs> over where they where they were and where they're being manufactured. But, uh, the worst part was there was a TikTok that went viral. And they're like, this is a Walmart warehouse filled with PlayStation fives. And oh, I think I remember scarcity. that. And I'm like, that's like, oh, wow. what, yeah, like, do you think? What do you think we do with them before we send them out? <laughs> like, they have to, they have to go somewhere. Like, <laughs> we're not just hoarding them. Like, like they just, they just <laughs> magically appear on shelves. Yeah, it's like, it's like one. I don't know. Two. Like what? Like, like yeah, think about it for two seconds. Like that's not, that's not how it works, guys. Think those trucks have in them nothing. Like. <laughs> this like, must what? have been like what Turbo Man, getting on Turbo Man was like uh, back in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> can't find Jamie. Yeah, Jamie, I gotta get the Turbo Man. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it feels like, like fake, like like yeah, the fake scarcity. Like, yeah, no. I, I mean, there there was actual scarcity, but also, yeah, it's a little bit obviously was no, was yeah. pretty overblown. Not not yeah, exactly. No, not in this situation. There was no fake. There was no fake. It was yeah. just like there was literally no elements to make one. Yeah, we couldn't keep it in stock. Yeah, like it was it was it was wild. I've never seen anything like that. Like that just and just like not being able to keep up for so long. Like like we we have it on the site currently. Right. That's of interest to anyone listening, yeah. but <laughs> That's where I got mine. Surprising. That's where I got mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Like yeah, I went to Walmart last week and I saw it on the shelf. I'm like, "What? What? Like that's not normal." It's happening, guys. It's happening. Yeah, well, says that the drought's over. So, like, I mean, it's nice to see Walmart's finally like able to have stock for Xbox and PlayStation, mm-hmm. and enough to like feel like it's normal. Like, there is three or four yeah. of each, which is yeah unheard of well, in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I mean, like, we'll get there, and then finally there'll be Xbox Series X on the shelf, PS five on the shelf, and then Switch two will come out, and then that then it starts all over again, right? So let's get hopefully it's the Switch Pro because like, it's the only name I'm accepting from Nintendo at this point. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's Switch Pro or nothing. It, well, what we had the Wii U, and look what happened with that. I'm hoping for the I'm hoping for the Switch Um uh, <laughs> good. Yeah. The switcheroonie would be perfect. You should market it for Nintendo. The switcheroonie. <laughs> I just don't like if you're gonna release a successor, just don't be cute with the name. Don't it's not a switch U, just switch to Nintendo Switch Two. Yeah. Perfect. Like easy. Or like they really yeah. play on the fact that they have that. I mean, I think it's very, very cool how they you know, everyone knows what that little snap is when they start their videos it and is everything. Cool. why don't they just yeah. call it like the nintendo snap or click or the whatever sound that's supposed to be and then they can just keep that <laughs> just no, forever that, and ever that is yeah the, the no like the switch like the snap is as iconic as the the, the mario coin to me now oh it's it, it's it, and it's like i don't know it's, it's like it's, it's a satisfying anyway. sound it's oddly satisfying yeah, i love it yeah and it and the fact that the console still my console still does that even yeah like four, same seven years it doesn't in, echo like it, just, it mine doesn't echo 
but uh but maybe maybe i could try and go to a different room i don't know in <laughs> <laughs> the videos it's got a little gonna, echo gonna, behind it yeah we'll, <laughs> One day we'll get our switcheroony because I'm hoping for it. Yeah, no kidding. Switcheroony. Hopefully in a couple months with Tears of wait, what's the next Zelda? Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Hopefully yep. we get. Hopefully we get something with them because I'm really, really hoping for this. That that could be where that could be where where it happens. Um, actually, speaking of Nintendo, I want to make sure that uh, because Riley, you you saw what was behind me on the shelf here. Uh, I, I did. I think we have yeah. another Banjo Kazooie fan on the podcast. So. Massive fan. No, no, yeah. you don't have another. You have the the. Like, okay. Oh. <laughs> I mean, definitely more than me. He I just, has Grant I just, Kirkhope. Yeah, he has Grant Kirkhope in his back pocket now. Like they are besties <laughs> this is because of his love of Banjo. He, yeah, he congratulated me on getting engaged. I mean, oh, right congratulations! Pretty, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, that was pretty exciting. Yeah, let's it's, talk it's about. Cool let's talk about Banjo Kazooie. Uh, uh, just a, just a Let's touch. do another podcast for that. I can't. I can't be listening to that. Right now. <laughs> Wait, do you, okay. Do you have eight hours? Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I just. I, <laughs> I. I think it's great because I love the games, and I'm. And I love that other people love the games. <laughs> I guess is what I'm getting oh, yeah. at. <laughs> well, we we're talking about Microsoft earlier. Like, where's that? Yes. Yes. Speaking of Nintendo, or previously Nintendo, and now Microsoft, where are these games? I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, Phil Spencer has been kind of ominous about it. Mm. He's like, well, we got to go after some more family content. I'm like, that's like the one IP that I feel like would be perfect. It's super family friendly. It's great. It doesn't have to be the exact same kind of game or a remake yeah. necessarily, but the characters are fun. I, you know, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> they should really, really. Yeah, they they have such great IPs in their back pocket and like nothing's being done with them. No. It's, it's tough, tough, right? They're the only like the studio that made them yeah. doesn't want to work well, with it anymore. Yeah. Well, to be fair, to be fair, Battletoads got a re- re- revival. So if Battletoads can do it, Banjo can do it. And Perfect Dark, too, is on Perfect, Perfect Dark. That's right. I yeah, yeah, that. I forgot. I keep forgetting that Perfect Dark's got another one coming down the pipeline. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we've heard about anything about it. But yeah, it looks great. I mean, who knows? The, Microsoft has all the resources i really hope they take advantage of yeah the stable of developers they have and who they've picked up but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like if people say double fine should develop it i just don't want like a tim schaefer banjo yeah you know what i, I mean like I, I don't want that look like the 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 I, psychonauts not, look yeah yeah that's not what i want yeah it, it, like, it, i just it want those games true to the characters yeah they have rare like really they have they rare is the only one that could do it i think well they have the brand of or the name of rare i'm not you know it's at this point by the I, i'd give like sumo digital or something like that oh, yeah. Like, sumo would be good. yeah well yeah, i mean they're close good. enough i wasn't sumo an offspin of like x rare developers i think that's what happened no I'm not sure, to be honest. They're pretty close in England. I remember when I was at Rare. Like I know that they were on the way to when I was at the studio. Like, I remember seeing signs for them. Yeah, they're they're like right next door. Yeah, and those guys are close. like platforming masters. Like they did Sackboy, a big adventure, and stuff like oh, that. God. What a great game! I gotta I gotta play but, that. I gotta play that, and I have to play the uh, Astro Boy, Astro Bot, Astro Boy. What is it on PS5? Right. Oh, that's so I good. Gotta play well, that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, well, uh, Sackboy, I think, is still on sale until midnight tonight. Ooh, that's, okay. I heard it. Yeah, it's I like, keep hearing that was 27 bucks or something. Oh, that's not that's nothing. That's great. Yeah. I, I immediately sunk my teeth into Ragnarok, which is pretty much the reason why I got the PS5. And I've been playing Overwatch and now I have Horizon. So the Astro Five thing has just been sitting there waiting for me. <laughs> oh, and Miles Morales, I played like I just like. <laughs> 
I re-downloaded that. I'm like, I gotta beat this. Like Spider-Man Two is coming out this year. Yeah. I gotta get on it. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't played Miles Morales until uh, a month ago. So um, perfect chance to get it. it was like twenty bucks or something like that. I'm like, hell yeah! It was it was great. It was awesome. Uh, obviously, 100 percent worth it. So um, great, great game. Good good amount too. Like it wasn't too long. Um, yeah, maybe ten hours, maybe something like that. Yeah, if you, it's about that. Yeah, if you do even even like half of the extra stuff. So um so it's a good it's a good uh doesn't overstay its welcome and isn't too short either i think it's great well i have a question for you guys do you think that games like that will be the norm like shorter games like that because like i feel like we can't wait like 10 years of development time for like these big epics that i play half of yeah (laughs) you know like (laughs) well honestly you know what when you when you ask that it's it's something that i've been struggling with um because i think so yeah, I, I, I think yeah, I, I honestly, I, I, the short answer I think is probably yes, but I like I've struggled with this feeling of sitting here with Horizon and playing the first, I think about eight nine hours so far, roughly, and I just know that I'm enjoying it and I know that I'm going to continue enjoying it, but I don't know that I want to just keep playing the same thing for so long and pretty much just focusing on this one thing when I just came off an experience like Miles Morales as a perfect example where it is open world, but it's not 60 hours or it's not 50 hours. And it's just, it seems like so much and it's daunting, even though I know I'm going to enjoy my time with it because I love the world of horizon. I, I hope that's what they do. I think that, I think the short answer is probably yes, but also I just, I hope so as well. They have to, because really, I mean, I think Jason Schreier said something like, any game that starts development today won't be available until PlayStation Six, which is right, yeah, right, years away. I budgets have ballooned, scope has, has ballooned. It's just too much. It's just it's it, it's gotten to the point where they need to dial it back. And perfect example is Assassin's Creed. Right, it went from the perfect bite to overindulgence. Like it went from one slice of pizza to eating two large pizzas and a side of breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you have that. to have and room for breadsticks because if you don't, what are you even doing? Oh God, little Caesar crazy sticks. If there's no crazy sticks that with my pizza, I'm not happy. No, so, no, yeah, no. They don't even eat the pizza. <laughs> no, I mean, don't even have the pizza at that point. Why you say are you crazy for crazy sticks? <laughs> I'm cuckoo for crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I am fucking wild for, but, for crazy sticks. Yeah, you, you need crazy sticks, guys. You need them. Like they're just the. Like, they are worth every calorie <laughs> they Bro, are they truly are I crazy six they fucking whip yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. like they're just like they're like uh, I can't there's no word to describe <laughs> oh, oh man where's my phone i think about, I think about the <laughs> often. but uh yeah in terms of game development yeah they need to dial everything back everybody needs to reel in their their in their inspirations and their their goals because like really they can't afford it it's not sustainable give me a 20 hour game i'm happy i don't need to play 150 hours to get my money's worth like i feel no Mm -hmm. if i I could watch an hour and a half movie and feel great like i don't need to spend three hours watching avatar in a theater I, i short and sweet has been always been my motto just make it short Make it sweet and just make it memorable. And well, and don't and don't what, stretch it out for the sake of making a longer game. 
and longer experience right. just because you can. Like, not that all these games are like this, not that the original Spider-Man is necessarily like that, not that Horizon is like that, at least not so far for myself, but like it gets there. It gets it there. Gets there. Which, the which which I anticipate, and that's why I don't want to hit that point where I feel like I am like just going through the mud, you know, just slogging through certain points. And Miles Morales and I mean, Ragnarok's a different game, but Miles Morales didn't have that at all. Anything that no, felt like was, extra was all by choice. All yeah, they cut all the fat out. Exactly. And it's the same map. You're you're going across the same areas doing doing similar missions and stuff. Sure, fair enough. It's not like drastically unique or anything, but like it's it's a perfect contain. It's funny. It's a contained open world, if that makes sense. <laughs> it, it feels exactly yeah. what, exactly like that. But yeah, no, it's. I really, really hope th- at least this generation, maybe closer towards the end of it, like the developers start seeing like they can't keep doing what they're doing. It's yeah. it's not gonna last. It's gonna implode and we're going to pay for it as, as the consumer. Well, yeah, I mean, there's that, but then there's also like, you know, every, we just talked about with Microsoft as an example where it's like, they have all these big giant ambitious projects and they, and they might kick ass with them and they might sell great. And they might be great games and everything. But then at a certain point, if they keep doing this, like you said, I think you, mm-hmm. you just sort of burn out a little bit with, with your employees and with what the games and the ambitions are. And then you end up hitting like this, brick wall at some point and then now ten thousand people don't have a job and it's like well what the shit man like and that's that's kind of why i i've been like leaning more towards nintendo lately like their mm. games are perfect for that like you don't have to invest a month into playing like a mario game it's just like that a couple week, weeks yeah put it away like splatoon i can jump in and out of that anytime like, i don't have to invest any more than an hour or two so I would say Odyssey? Nintendo has like nailed the tempo for release schedules. Yeah, like every that. month, pretty Everything. much every month, there's a Nintendo game. Yeah, they've that, nailed the that tempo. Be like the they've goal. nailed the the length. They've nailed the the frequency of releases. They've yeah. nailed every aspect, but the hardware, and that's the only thing that always throws me off about Nintendo, is they've got everything else except the one thing that people kind of really. Well, want well, is. the hardware was. I mean, the Switch is an example of like it was great and obviously has sold gangbusters it, at the time it was just, great but now it's like okay let's but, but even in 2017 we had the ps4 pro we had the yeah. we were just getting the one x like we, I, that's true i would love 4k mario yeah i would love 4k zelda <laughs> i would Boy. love 4k donkey kong like give me that like i have the tv also we need more donkey have kong sound speaking of banjo kazooie we also need more donkey kong we des- we desperately <laughs> More Diddy Kong racing. We need more. Uh, yes, that'd be so good. I yeah. We need more everything. Where's Nintendo. Dixie Kong? I, Where is Dixie? Why is she in nothing? I don't understand. Well, she's in the movie. She's in the Super Mario movie. Yeah, right? this Donkey Kong stuff is, yeah. is going to be throwaway in that movie. Yeah, it's, well, I don't know. I, I, I think really we're gonna have a movie after. Yeah, they. It's they're gonna do a spin-off. We've, we've they're talked doing, before. Yeah, it's just gonna be a jumping off point for everything else, essentially. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't know. I just I I I love the gaming industry. I. So happy to be part of it. Like yeah. I'm very lucky in that respect. But as the media or like the journalist side, I want less of it. I want less less investment in the game I'm playing. Give me more payback. Like just not payback. Reward. Like just reward me for my time, but don't punish me for it. Yeah. Don't I yeah. I spent 130 <laughs> hours. 
in Horizon Forbidden West. I got the platinum. I was so done with that game. I never want to touch it again. Oh man, I do not want to put that much time into that game. But okay, all right. <laughs> that was me though. That's just me. And then like same thing with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I, I, that game ballooned to the point where I'm at 185 hours. I've done the main Oof. game. I've platinumed it. I did all the DLCs. I I hate Assassin's yeah. Creed right now what's well, it like you're talking about like beating persona and like oh it's mm-hmm. just like a hop skip and a jump to 50 hours i'm like i put 50 hours into god of war ragnarok and i platinumed it and i'm like that was great yeah like oh, I, I enjoyed it the whole time exactly, exactly. yeah 50 hours is is like a three-hour movie to me these days and that's the sweet spot 50 hours max yeah i think that's if the you thing can hit like 30, there's a if you can hit 30 god bless you i i'll be there for your next game day one but anything else, Ubisoft's stable of games have been tarnished, and that's their biggest problem. Sony is kind of learning from it, so like Horizon was a little bit more of a stretch, but God of War reeled them back in. Yep. Hopefully, Spider Man. Spider Man was perfect, I think. But even even with it was it the, wasn't crazy the long the first time. Yeah. No, yeah. but their no their their side their side missions and stuff were, were yeah were, yeah were bland longer yeah yeah. And then they learn with Miles, just keep it short and sweet. And I think they're going to find their their sweet spot for the next game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it'd be very it's, exciting it's, to see what they're doing with it in multiple ways. But that could actually be exactly one of the biggest wins for them could be that for sure. I think that's exactly. And I really hope with. God, what's Microsoft's got lots of games this year. I, I'm hoping I know Starfield's going to be ginormous like that's just that's bethesda like whatever you can either play it as long as you want or you could critical path it and get it done in like 10 hours we know that's bethesda yeah like i'm looking forward to what other games microsoft has this year i would love to see how long perfect dark is i want to see if fable is going to be like a 40 hour rpg which i like like make perfect dark episodic like have these small little yeah miles morales type like scale missions and then you know just build it from there then you can look forward to something hitting game pass every year yeah yeah or, or every, every you know, couple eight months, months yeah, six like months yeah month. something like that yeah, yeah. i think that's actually like, a really good way of keeping people on game pass as well <laughs> like as like a business decision <laughs> like let's just uh well, to- totally right especially as you expand like the mediums yeah. because like they're getting into film and television like how cool would it be if halfway through the season they dropped like a last of us uh, like a little mini campaign with characters you've never heard before. Like, yep. like that would be cool. Like perfect time for factions drop. Perfect time for factions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But well, I don't know. It's the, the industry's more, it's just, it, it's become this, like I said, it's indulgent at this point. Like there's just yeah. too much. It's, there's you, you can turn your head any direction. You're going to find something that's, that's begging for your attention. And it's just like, I don't need that anymore. Yeah. As, yeah. as we get older, and I don't know if it's just me. I don't need to be like, you know, cat called by your game. Like I, I know what you're bringing to the table. It, it feels like that, right? like they're, they're, you know, they're, they're giving you all these features, but like, I don't need that. I just want exactly. Give me a good <laughs> respect hey, my time and, and hey. me a little bit. Just give me a nice teaser at the end of the game saying, hey, here's what we're going to plan for the next one. I hear you're crazy for crazy sticks over there. <laughs> I, you're going to get a, a game tie-in. Wow. It's going to be like... You like, uh, you like crazy sticks? You're going to love Persona 6. Oh, Persona, Persona 6. 6. Guys, crazy I've been sticks. waiting. I've been waiting for that. <laughs> what was, the, called, uh, what was the, uh, the Pepsi guy's spot? It's going to be a tie-in, but it's going to be for crazy sticks. 
the Pepsi guy. Spot, is that what it was? Was it Spot? What was it? He got a video game, right? Yeah, is that what it was? Is that yeah, what the character's name was? Seven Up guy? Spot, yeah. Seven Up, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, Spot. I remember Spot's Adventure. I remember Yeah, that exactly. So they're going to do that, but they're going to do it with Crazy Sticks. I'm honestly, well, they had the Domino Yonoid game. So if, if Domino can do the Yonoid, <laughs> and Pepsi Man, right? Yep, Pepsi Man, yeah, Pepsi che- Man. Cheetos guy, McDonald's, Ronald McDonald. Remember the McDonald's yeah. game on Nintendo? Yeah. I love that game. <laughs> but I'm a sucker for a time. Or, or Sneaking from Burger King. Yes. Ooh, oh my cool. god. <laughs> so funny. I love that stuff. Like I wish they brought it back. Just be just be I mean, goofy. Have some fun. Is there nothing you know? I mean, th- there's games that have fun, obviously, but like. You know, I feel like if they had games like that now, they would probably make them for people our age rather than for kids like they like they used to be. And it would just yeah, be like a yeah. straight nostalgia hit. And I think we would play it and we'd be like, I don't well, care if it's not good. Roblox. It's fun. Who cares? Well, let's have Robloxes now. And Roblox oh, is like yeah. the ultimate value for everything. Like you can just sign on. Well, there they got Walmart World at Roblox now. So. <laughs> Wally, really? Wally World? Yeah. You can, Walmart World. You can go check it out right now. Jeez. I've never. <laughs> I, I love Walmart Speaking of Walmart, I want to actually, yeah, let's get back. I want to ask him a couple more questions because I know we're going to have to Sorry. I just, I, just chatting with you guys, it makes me think of like a hundred other things that we could talk about. I'm, I'm, I, I got it. Let's I look to the list. We'll bring you back soon. Yeah, exactly. Like, we, have, yeah. we have lots of space for everybody who wants to join us. Especially when but, Steve's not here. We have so much useful space. <laughs> I, forgot, I actually forgot about Steve this episode because he blew us off so who is that who sorry what exactly <laughs> who no god bless steve he's doing something for his parents so that's we, true we, that's we, true we, we shouldn't we shouldn't chirp too much no no we're gonna chirp but we're gonna tell the truth he he is helping his parents with something so All right. he's a good daddy he's a good mommy's boy <laughs> No, but yeah. So speaking of yeah, just because yeah, a lot of people don't know what you do, so you've kind of explained it. But what kind of campaigns have you like wanted to pitch to? I say like even your followers that kind of didn't make it to the final stage, or oh, one that you might be proud of specifically. Because I know you've done a lot of them. I know you actually secured a couple of exclusive Nintendo bundles. Yeah, that I remember yeah. you talking about, and I remember asking about them. But like, what's something you might have had that? was a little too extreme or just it didn't fit there's one that immediately comes to mind and it was when the pandemic was just starting uh i think you guys will remember that animal crossing and doom eternal came out on the same day right so i really wanted to package them as a bundle nice and i made a trailer for it and everything (laughs) with tom like it was pretty great so that was something we really wanted to do um Obviously, those are very different IPs, so there was some concern that maybe that was not the best idea, mm. and so we weren't able to do it, but I still have the video. I think I shared it on Twitter a couple I, years ago. I remember that. I think actually it's really that. fun. I to find that then. That's amazing. I guess, I guess that's that's the thing, right? It's like I, I you say it and you go, oh, that's a great idea, but then... It's like, oh, I guess I understand why they'd be worried that like it's two different, yeah. completely different audiences. Um, from although, a gamer's yeah. perspective, it makes sense, right? Like, yeah. We know the memes, we saw the pictures, but like from a corporate side, yeah, I can understand. Yeah, if a parent picks up and says, "Oh, Doom Eternal," okay, <laughs> and then their five year old starts stomping demons. Yeah, pl- we were well, we were going to do it, but one of the big caveats or one of the big issues we encountered was that Doom Eternal got delayed on Switch. 
Oh. So like it would be a pairing of two different consoles, oh. which is like a, a little bit harder. That's complicated yeah. in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, <laughs> damn. <laughs> well, there's always going to be another bundle that I think will shock the world. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, it's it's definitely like those opportunities are like time and place and reading the room a bit. Sure. And seeing like okay, because like I could probably we could probably create a bundle, but it might not make sense. Yeah, you know, if like it just wouldn't like people would be like, why'd you do that? Versus <laughs> like that was like, like the audiences were kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like the audiences were like bonding on social media, so we're like, this might be fun. But what? So another thing I was gonna say is just like so. How do you are you okay? So the Walmart channel is very well known for their memes. Like, what's your <laughs> what's your planning on that? Like, I I'm always been curious because like I that, that's not something you just do on the fly of a you know off the top of your head like that must be like a week of planning finding the right picture and then posting it and then getting all that sweet sweet karma <laughs> uh it depends really uh Wait, another uh, thing is which ones you've been your favorite because i've had a couple uh, that i that I, I i love and i hope it's the same one as you <laughs> uh there's it's, it depends right because like I, th- I feel like memes are like a moment of opportunity so it's identifying that in a moment and then being able to capitalize on it quickly. Uh, fortunately, like I've built up a lot of trust. So yeah. they trust me to not be an idiot on the account, which is, you know, I'm very thankful for. But uh, my favorite, I would say I have two. One is uh, we hired Roald from Animal Crossing. I remember that, yeah. And that was pretty fun. And then the other one was uh, I put a vest on a Fall Guy when it oh, yeah, came out on PS Plus. Yeah. And, nice. <laughs> uh, people ran with that. Well, after that, everybody started saying, like, oh, what about this? Like, what about this Fall Guy? Right. And then the collabs started happening. Right. And it was like, well, that's kind of nuts. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I did it as a joke. And uh, people obviously immediately, they're either like, yes, do it. Or they're furious about it. <laughs> there's, no, there's no gray. <laughs> no, there's no nuance. I always notice. That, yeah, there's always like a split. You like you see the first top is like all positive, and the bottom as you go down, it's like base. This is like terrible trash. <laughs> yeah, like, you. yeah, you can you can see yeah. where everything gets split up, and it's always been like I always find I always go for the funny stuff at the beginning, and then as you go down, you're like, oh, okay, I'm good. Just, yeah, taper <laughs> off. Well, like ESPN covered the Walmart best for the. Fall guy, oh no way hilarious yeah because they interviewed the devs and the devs were like uh yeah i think the one that stands out as being uh really uh awful was the walmart fest <laughs> so it was like it's like uh, well it did as a joke but thank you guys for putting us in espn still you know, yeah back yeah it's like, all right that's cool I'll take it that's cool to see your that sonic, your sonic polls are probably the ones i always remember because i love sonic oh like, there was one you did with a shadow it was like uh this is the, the oh is that is that maria or whatever like when he's so just a picture of, it was a picture of sh- it was like shadow and it's just like this is uh mephisto or something it was just oh, like my files yeah yeah i was like that one there because i remember that and i remember seeing because I, I was playing sonic and i remember just coming across and i, I just like i lost it that was probably my favorite one <laughs> <laughs> it was like a couple years ago, but like I just remember yeah. Sonic. Even like the the official Sonic account was just like freaking out about it, and like they they responded, and it was just like a good back and forth. 
Yeah, that's always a good one. Yeah, no, that was that that one definitely stood out too. There's one for Splatoon three where there's like the blobfish or the pufferfish in the blue vest. Nice. <laughs> and I just posted that and I said, Welcome to Walmart. <laughs> that's all you need, People right? Really like like that's, that. that's nice and I mean, it takes work to to create it, I mean, but like just a simple welcome to Walmart. Like that's that's great. <laughs> that in itself it's, I think makes it so like extra genius you know <laughs> there's very few brand accounts that like really like yeah and it's not just because i know riley right like i just his account his personal account is great but then he puts all his effort into walmart and it's just like this is why people fall in love with it like it's just it's, it's, it's a great to pull off as a as a it's business all goodwill. Like, it, it it's no negativity the problem with it, yeah it's just like going on twitter is just so it's draining and then you get walmart just dropping like these hilarious memes and bombs and people. And it's just like, this is why I still am on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's people like Riley that we all need more of. Like there's just like this goodwill oh, nice, he man. brings with everybody. And obviously Walmart trusts him enough to build. Well, I think what's the count right now for Walmart. You guys started. I remember when you just oh, made man. the account. We're at that's, over 175,000. Yeah. I remember when you started the account. Yeah. Uh, oh, when we started, I think we had like 400 followers. Yeah, 176.7 right now. Like, that's all Riley. Riley is just incredible at his job. And, like, I I wish more brands had Riley. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Aww. <laughs> that's really cool. Thanks, Bobby. Hey, I really like nice. Riley. Riley is a one of a kind. Like, I love the guy. I've known him for a while. I mean, I obviously wish I could talk to him more, but as we all grow older, we all know. Life is life happens, just man. Like, life happens, but like he's like, that's why we need everyone needs games. to. That's why exactly. we need shorter games. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. but no, he's Walmart Canada is definitely my go-to for gaming goodness. I would say, I'm not gonna say the news because I do good news, but Riley does the best of everything else. Boom, I agree. You do. And I'm you just do I'm plugging. I'm too great now. news, Bobby. Great news. And I actually got my my um, what did I get from you? I think I got my Sephiroth amiibo from you guys. Did you buy it from Walmart? I think I did because I nice. showed up at my house. I I had to get that amiibo. That thing was just too hard not to pass well, up. Well, yeah, right. Like especially if PlayStation is going to buy them, that'll never happen again. So, oh yeah, yeah right. Oh. Yeah, stock up on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. All right, everything um, is Riley. Yeah, Riley. I, we, we've we've mentioned you know Walmart. Canada gaming and everything, but before we get out of here, let's let's let everybody know in a in a nice tight package where everyone can find all of that awesome work that that we've just been talking about. Sure. So uh, on Twitter at Walmart CA Gaming, you can uh, find the account, and then also you can find me at the Riley Little. Riley Little, the, amazing. On it's, it's like when Sideshow Bomb says. The bar, the. the. So I, every time I think of the Riley a little, the. it's the Riley, the <laughs> one and only. <laughs> one and only. Yeah. Um, and Bobby, uh, I assume everything is just at Console Creatures, correct? Is that where everyone's finding our stuff? That's the weird thing about Twitter. It's at Console Creature because yeah. they didn't give us the S. I man, it's so at it's tricky Creature. sometimes. Yeah, at Console Creature, exactly. <laughs> um, and then you can find yeah, you can find us everywhere. You can find us Twitter, Instagram, Hive, Mastodon. Maybe Tumblr soon. I'm thinking about getting a Tumblr back up for I, us because, like, really, I never had one, be- but uh, maybe now's the time. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. With everything on Twitter lately, it's just like Tumblr, Hive. I think I, I'm getting pulled in six different directions. I know. That, gotta, well, that's to find a new home. That's the tricky thing. Is like what it what is it going to be? And I don't know that any, anyone knows. And there's no way to predict it. So um, I'm just I'm 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 on for this ride that Musk has put us on. So wherever we end up, like honestly. We'll be there. I, we'll be there. Ride, I just hope he gets off it. That's that's how I see it. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, like he needs to get off. He's yeah. just he's he's ruined the experience for all of us. Yeah. Um in the meantime, but, yeah, while we're on the ride, uh console creatures. Yeah, consolecreatures.com. You can find me at Dave Petro. I just essentially just post uh silly gaming stuff and, for the and, most part. And 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 I uh, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, no. but you could also ping at Steve Vegvaria, S Vegvaria, and tell him he blew us off. So please do that for us. Yes. Yes. If you're going to do anything, uh, you don't even have to give us a rating this week or anything. No, or no, tell no. Your friends. Give us a rating. Oh, okay. No, we no, can no. do give that us too. A oh, okay. Okay. Follow us, like <laughs> us, and then go tell Steve how much it affects okay. us. Okay. Blow us off. All right. There we go. Yeah. The precursor to t- telling him is. Maybe you'll see. May- maybe Riley will just want to join us next week and then we'll just get rid of Steve. Who knows? But uh, you know, anything could happen. Down. It's 2023. 2023. Anything can happen. <laughs> Steve is very 2022. So 2022. <laughs> He's very fetch. <laughs> oh, we're going to make that happen. We're going to make love that Steve. happen. We yeah. love Steve. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, coming on the show, Riley. Bobby, nice to talk to you again. We'll talk to everybody next week. See you soon. Thank you.